Ladies and gentlemen, Andy here. I went from depressed and suicidal to living a life of abundance and joy. If I can do it, you sure as hell can too. Big shout out to one of the women in my coaching program right now, who over the last four months has lost 60 pounds. How completely and utterly insane is that? All right, let's jump into the topic. So I get this question from time to time, and it recently came up in my coaching program, where somebody will say, you know, what do I say on a date? What is the right thing to say? What should I talk about? You know, how do I show myself off as an interesting person? And this guy in particular was putting a lot of pressure on himself to basically be perfect. And he was sort of looking to me and the rest of the group to tell him or to give him answers for what to say to a bunch of different possible questions that a woman might ask him on a date. And we brought it back to the fundamental philosophies, which is what I always teach to all of you, right? Like, I'm not going to tell you exactly what to do in every single moment, because then you just need me. Then you'll rely on me. You'll never be able to solve your own problems. You'll feel like you have to always come to me or some other supposed expert or guru, and you'll never be able to think for yourself. It isn't a kindness for me to tell you what to do all the time. It's, it's the most unkind thing that I could do. And so I will always bring it back to philosophies. I'll teach you how to think for yourself rather than what to think. And so the philosophies that we came back to in the group when this guy asked all these questions was, what is the fundamental philosophy of Andy? Fundamentally, the biggest philosophy that I teach is give yourself permission to suck. In other words, I'm teaching you that you really don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have all the answers ready to go. You don't always have to know what to do. It's okay if you look like a bit of a fool or if you make some supposed mistakes. And I say supposed mistakes because I've talked about this many times. I don't believe there are any mistakes. I think there are just learning lessons. But we'll use the word mistakes. It's okay to make some mistakes or to fail. And I don't believe in failure either. But it's okay to make some mistakes and fail and look a little bit silly and all of that stuff. Nothing bad happens. If anything, you learn from it and you go, okay, maybe I can talk about something different with the next date or with the next person. And you level up and you learn and you grow and evolve. But if you go on to dates or if you go through life wanting to have the perfect answer to everything, you end up just being in your own head and you feel so unbelievably disconnected from the people that you're on a date with to supposedly connect. Is that not the reason that people go on dates or have friends or have jobs or go through life? The reason that we do these things is to connect to other human beings. Nobody wants to feel alone. Everybody wants to feel connected and understood and loved and valued and all of those beautiful things. We're going on dates and having friendships to feel connected. And when you're sitting there in your head, thinking that you need to have the perfect thing to say, or when you're treating the other person almost like it's a co combat sport, like you have to have the perfect thing to say, otherwise they will think less of you. You're not really treating them like they're on the same team as you. You're not really connecting because you're too busy in your head, worried about what they might think or what they might say or how they might treat you. And essentially what I'm advocating for here is, or, or what has helped me in my own life, is vulnerability. Because that is essentially what giving yourself permission to suck is all about. It's about saying, yeah, I might be a bit vulnerable here. I might get rejected. I might feel silly. I might look like a fool. 
but that's okay. I'll be okay. And at least I will learn something. I'm essentially teaching you resilience by saying it's okay to stumble. It's okay to look a little bit goofy. It's okay to have an awkward silence or 20 awkward silences. It's okay to have a date where she thinks that you're an absolute loser and she never wants to see you again. That's okay. What bad thing happens other than a story that you tell about it of like, oh, I should have done a better job. But without that pressure on yourself and saying, I should have done a better job, nothing bad happens. You simply had a date. It wasn't super smooth. That's okay. Next time you'll try a little bit harder or you'll do a little bit of a better job. You'll slowly grow and learn and evolve. Nothing bad happens when we stumble or look silly or don't know what we're doing. And when you can really embrace this, life no longer scares you because you're not sitting there wanting a plan for everything that could possibly ever happen. You're not defending against life or defending against other people. Now you're stoic, you're confident, you're okay. You know that no matter what life throws at you or no matter what the other person throws at you, because people and life are random and impossible to predict, no matter what life and people throw at you, you'll be okay. You'll roll with the punches. You don't care if you look confident or if you look silly. I say this a lot. Confidence isn't knowing what you're doing. Confidence is just not giving a shit if you look unconfident. That is the confidence. Confidence isn't being amazing at what you're doing. It's part of that. But real confidence is not giving a shit if someone thinks that you're not confident. Like I said, it's being okay with whatever happens and not needing to be perfect and not needing the other person to approve of you. And a really good book on this topic is the book by Byron Katie called I Need Your Love, Is That True? It's basically a book on abundance mentality or stoicism or not giving a shit if you look silly and not giving a shit if you don't always have the perfect thing to say, not giving a shit if a date doesn't go the way that you wanted it to go, not giving a shit if somebody turns you down or says they don't want you in their life anymore. It's a book on how to go through life without stressing about being smooth, without being so in your own head, being okay with the fact that sometimes you're not going to be perfect. Guess what? Most of the time you're not going to be perfect. That's why my biggest philosophy is give yourself permission to suck. I am essentially giving you permission to say I am okay. That is what all of my content is here to do. It's my main mission is to show you that you are okay and everything is going to be okay. And part of that, funnily enough, means letting go of your obsession that most people have, the obsession with wanting a plan for everything, wanting to control everything, wanting to know how everything is going to turn out. Make no mistake about it. I'm not confident because I have a plan for everything and because I can control everyone and because I know what women are going to do and I know what guys are going to do and I can just make everyone do what I want. No. I am confident, as in me, Andy, I am confident because I trust that people are not controllable. I rely on people to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And that means that sometimes they will do something I don't expect, or sometimes they will do something that I don't want. And I'm completely and utterly at peace and happy with that. In fact, I love it. I want people to do whatever they want to do. I want to have good dates. I want to have bad dates. I want to have interesting dates. I want to have awkward dates. I want to have great experiences with people. And I want to have not so great experiences with people. I want all of it. I want all the flavors of life. And it's not up to me to dictate which flavor I get at any moment in time. I can't control the external world. I cannot control other people. And so I found a lot of peace with just going with the flow. 
I influence the things that I can influence, which really is just myself. And everything else, I leave it up to other people or I leave it up to the universe. Or if you're religious, you might use, or spiritual, you might use the word God. I leave it up to God. And so I just worry about what I need to worry about, which is the things in my own life and myself and my own headspace and all of those things. And I leave everything else up to other people. And with that comes a lot of peace and a lot of confidence because I don't have to try and control other people. I don't have to have a perfect date. I don't have to have a perfect conversation. I don't have to have perfect content. I don't have to have perfect coaching calls. I don't have to have perfect coaching clients. I don't have to be the perfect coach. I don't have to be the perfect human being. I don't have to be perfect in my relationship with Imogen. I don't have to be a perfect friend to my friends. And letting go of all of these stories and these expectations, like I said, has just brought me such tremendous peace because I'm okay with whatever happens. I'm confident because I'm not worrying about being confident. In other words, the gift of unconfidence or letting go of the entire notion of being confident is what has brought me funnily enough confidence. So if you're going on dates and maybe you're inexperienced and you haven't talked to a lot of people and this is one of your first few dates and you're putting all this pressure on yourself to be perfect, to never have an awkward date, to know what to say, to not have any awkward silences, to do a good job of inviting her back to your place, to be interesting and charming and to be good at sex and to be smooth and, you know, to not be too creepy. If you're putting yourself, putting this pressure on yourself to do all of these things, what would happen if you just let go of some of that? And you don't have to completely let it go. I'm not suggesting that tomorrow you just become a Buddhist monk who's non-attached to anything and just doesn't care and is completely outcome independent. That might happen, but usually it takes time. It certainly has been an ongoing project for me over the last like 10 or 15 years, but what would happen if you just let go of a little bit of that stuff? In other words, what if you looked yourself in the own eyes, in your own eyes in the mirror, and you said, I give myself or I give you permission to suck, or it's okay if I suck, or I'm allowed to have an awkward date, or it's okay if this date goes absolutely fucking awfully. I have done this, me, Andy, I have done this so many times before dates before hanging out with friends, and especially before sitting down to do content, before coaching calls. To this day, I still, probably 50% of the time that I'm about to record a podcast or do a YouTube video, I will feel pressure or I will put pressure on myself that I have to do a good job. So I will take a deep breath and say, no, this can be the worst podcast of all time. That's fine. Nothing bad happens if this podcast fucking sucks. It doesn't matter if this video is awful who cares? I'll just do my best. And if it's bad, then it's bad. Who cares? It's not my business whether or not it's good or bad. My only job is to do the best job that I can. And sometimes through almost divine intervention, a podcast or a video will just be amazing. It'll feel like I'm flowing. It'll feel like the ideas are just in my head when I need them to be. It'll feel like everything's just happening and I'm not really even in control of it anymore. It's almost like the content took over me or the ideas took over me. And in that state, the content is amazing. But then plenty of times, no matter how hard I try, today is one of those days, I'm just not flowing. I'm tired. I'm sick right now. I'm just not in a great headspace because I'm sleepy. And so I can try my hardest, but maybe the podcast comes out okay at best. Maybe sometimes it even sucks. And that's okay. And embracing that has allowed me to do, I've said this before, 
At this point in time, I've done like 1,500 pieces of content across all of my platforms in like four years. That's a lot. It's more than one per day. Or it works out to be, I guess, a little less than one per day, but it's a lot of content. And the only way that I've been able to do that is by saying, it's okay if most of this sucks. But if I put this pressure on myself that I had to always do a good job, or that I had to change your life, or that I had to know what I'm talking about, or be an expert, or be confident, I wouldn't have done any content in the first place. I never would have started. And I certainly would have given up by now, because there's been many moments where I just wasn't perfect. I just wasn't smooth. I just wasn't on. And if I hadn't recorded content on those days, I'd probably have one-tenth the amount of content that I have. And I'd probably have helped one-tenth the amount of people. And I'd probably have one-tenth the amount of money or coaching clients. And so giving myself permission to suck is the only way that I've been able to do all of this. And when my sex life was my main priority, the same thing. There were so many dates that I went on when I really didn't feel like going on a date. I was tired. I knew that I wasn't going to be confident. I just didn't really have anything in my head that I wanted to talk about. I, I, I was convinced it was going to be an awkward date, but I said, it's okay. I'm allowed to go and have the world's shittest date right now. That's okay. And some of those dates, yeah, they weren't great dates. But you know what? A lot of the time, it didn't freaking matter. She still liked me and we would either hook up or go on a second date and hook up. It really didn't matter. I didn't have to be perfect. And plenty of times, I thought that it wasn't going to be good, so I gave myself permission to suck. And it just turned out to be a great date anyway. It didn't matter that I wasn't at my best. When two people like each other, you don't need to be perfect. The fact that they like each other kind of bridges the gap a little bit. It covers over the imperfections and the awkwardness and the clumsiness and even the creepiness or whatever it might be that you're worried about. And you end up having a great date just because you liked the other person and they liked you. And all of this is to say, it's okay if you have a few awkward dates. It's okay if you're sitting there and you don't quite know what to say on the date. It's okay if there's awkward silences. It's okay if she talks more than you. It's okay if you talk more than her. It's okay if there's plenty of moments where you think, man, I suck at this. She might be thinking the same thing. It's okay to have imperfect dates. It is okay to be an imperfect human being. And I promise you, you will be okay. So go have some crappy, messy, awkward dates. I give you permission to not be so damn perfect. If you would like to join me, on the quest for imperfection or the embracing of imperfection. If you would like that feeling that you are okay, you can join my coaching program. There are links in the description below. I also offer one-time coaching calls. You can sit down with me for an hour or two hours, however long we need, and we'll go through anything that you might be struggling with. Those calls are $200. I'll leave a link in the description to both of those. You can also grab my play to win video course, which helps with all of this. Go out there, Ladies and gentlemen, crush those goals and be imperfect if you happen to be imperfect. It's okay to be a flawed, crappy, beautiful, shitty, amazing, wonderful, flawed human being because I am as well. So you can be right there with me, imperfect human beings, just doing our best.